Hi folks, this is Annette of AnnetteLeonard.com having another episode of Chronic Wellness. Thank you so much for joining us. Today, I am so excited to be hosting a really wonderful author that I don't know if you've already been introduced to, but I am thrilled to be having her on the podcast. Her name is Sarah Rainey and her book, which was published March 17th, is called The Lady's Handbook for Her Mysterious Illness. And if you haven't got a copy already, I hope you get one. Yeah, folks, I, <laughs> I was pretty excited about reading it. And the Sarah herself is a writer, is a musician. She went to Bowdoin College and Columbia and um, had a pretty cool career as a singer uh, and songwriter and um, worked on the Obama campaign, among other things. And she is one of us folks with chronic illness. And she writes about her journey in some descriptive, humorous, insightful ways and and takes us on a journey that is hers but is ours too. And um, and so I'm really excited to get into the meat of this conversation. Welcome, Sarah. Thank you so much. I'm so excited seeing your your uh, book bookmarks makes me <laughs> so happy. <laughs> it was all worth it. <laughs> yeah. the, I I can appreciate it was a lot of work. So this was uh, this was 15 years in the making, it seems like. Yeah, I started it. I went to Columbia uh, 15 years ago, and that's when I that's when I started it. I was um, I, I technically I'd gone there. You know, you're supposed to sort of go in with a, a, a thesis in mind, and I was going to write about my my grandmother, and I was doing all this work on a biography of her. But my health was unraveling, and I just could not. <laughs> I just couldn't write about anything, but my health stuff and and also just about what i'm sure is very familiar to you just trying to understand it not just describe it or or to like feel seen but to like to just know what was going on because when you have no idea what's wrong with you and your doctors don't know i mean it's just consuming it, it's you, you you don't really have a choice other than to focus on that because your health is so primary, especially when you're just trying to get some, your bearings, you know, to, to, to understand, have like a basic understanding of what's, what's wrong. Yeah. The, on page 29, you said these words that just uh, almost cry, which were, you were not. Yeah. And I thought uh, that could be the thesis or that could be the, the beating heart of this book. That's definitely the thesis of the book. That is... The whole thing, because if you've got, you know, the, the book is about the, the it's really a, a really quite a wide range of illnesses, but it's, you know, the chronic fatigue syndrome, fibromyalgia, Ehlers-Danlos, mast cell activation syndrome, you know, the, anybody who has one of these knows the that family of, check, check, of problems. Check. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, uh, but as you also know, if you have one of those problems, the dominant experience that you have, uh, it, I, I almost hesitate to say this, but I really think this is true, is that is not even just the illness, it's the experience of being told, no, you don't, no, you don't have those things, no, you're making it up, no, you're crazy, no, you're exaggerating, and which is completely crazy making. It is moralizing, undermining. <laughs> I mean, it is, it, I will never 
lose my indignation over this. It is just because you just have to imagine any other serious medical problem and a, a physician telling that person that they're they're making it up. I mean, they would have their license stripped. And so it's, it's just, it's wrong. <laughs> it shouldn't be happening. It shouldn't be happening to these problems. And, and so that, that was sort of like the initial impetus for starting to write about this, just because uh, just that, just changing the way that the patients are treated, that is something that can change t today, tonight. <laughs> like that, there's nothing that, that needs to happen. Cheer. Yes. Amen. Yes. Amen. Yes. Amen. So you coined this magical term that I'm going to start using here on the podcast. And I'm so excited for people Great. to know about it. And I'm going to read this whole thing because we do not have censors. And so I can. And it is about Womi. So Womi, a noun, a woman with a mysterious illness. All of you, all of you, all of you. Yes. All of you. <laughs> a woman with a mysterious illness. I had to make this word up myself. I would have preferred a committee or a wealthy patron, whoever is in the business of naming, to do it for me, but no one volunteered. I'd also have preferred something more dignified than Womi, something with gravity, preferably Latin, something that provoked the right response, which in my case, all of our case, is this holy fucking shit, because there is no name for what's wrong with me. And people don't say holy fucking shit. They ask me if I've tried green juice or positive then, yes, uh, <laughs> Yeah, so the Womi <laughs> is an easily recognizable phenomenon in the wild. It is, it is, it is like any other medical condition. You, once you know what you're looking for, you can recognize it a mile away and you know, uh, <laughs> the, I came up with this a long time ago, and it's, I've never stopped using this word because, and, and also there's, you know, mommy for men of mysterious illness, which there are lots of mommies as well. So it's, I think it's dominantly uh, womies. And it's, it is, <laughs> once you know what it is, you're like, oh yeah, I know. I know what a woman is. I, I, I am one, or my mom is one, or my girlfriend was. I was just talking to this uh, male friend of mine, and he was like, I have such a more profound understanding of like every woman I've ever dated in my life after having read this because so many of them had all of these problems. And he was like, and I was such a jerk about it because I just felt like they were, you know, because they weren't getting the legitimacy that that I needed them to be getting from their doctors, then I didn't take it as seriously as what he said. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> that is exactly what happens. There's sort of like a break in the chain between physician and patient. And when that's not there, it's really hard to get the support that you need from the rest of the world around you. And so it becomes quite um, lonely making. It's like you're for a long time, you're really, or my experience, and I think a lot of people in the beginning at least, is just you on your own, which is very unusual for uh, illness. Usually, yeah. you know, there's some sort of sense of rallying to come to the aid of our friend who is sick. And, and, and in this case, it's, it's almost the opposite as it starts to stigmatize you and push people away. And, and, and it's um, that that shouldn't be happening. You know, that is also what happens with mental illness and it shouldn't happen with mental illness either. And yes. it's, it's so it, yeah, it's, 
But I do think that while WOMI is not like a sustainable term over the long term, there does need to be language because language is, that's what we do. If something is real, we give it. We wrap words around it. Yes. And when it's not there, there's this Salman Rushdie book, I can't remember which one, but um, (laughs) the way that this wife strips power away from her husband is she refuses to uh, call him by his name anymore. And she just uh, refers to him as him or, or that over there or whatever. And it, and he just starts to shrink and shrivel and become no one. And I, I just, that always has stuck with me because names, while they can be restricting, like labels can be confining. And I, I do recognize that. I, they are, we require language. We, <laughs> we need language to Absolutely. be understood, to summarize things, to shrink things down. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for giving us that. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us for part one of this rich conversation. Please tune in tomorrow to catch part two of my conversation with Sarah Ramey. And if you don't already have a copy, please do pick up a copy of her book, The Lady's Handbook for Her Mysterious Illness. And if you're interested in winning a copy, you can learn the details about how to do so on my social media. Links are below in the comments, and I'll be giving away a copy of that on April 17th, 2020. Thanks so much. I appreciate you tuning in. And until we're together again, be well.